Buenvenido. What? Welcome to the Crap Here Cast. It's Boy Josh. It says Jeff. Do you know where the Wells is? I know where the Wells is. <laughs> Where's the Wells? The Wabla? Oh, boy. Wow. So how was your travels? Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> so, yeah, you can tell uh, I was somewhere where Spanish is very prevalently spoken. And I do have a lot to say, but we'll let Jeff. It'll Wells. all be in English because Josh don't know you. He's he's no good with this Espanol. No, I'm not. That's about as much as I could remember, and I had to look it up on the translate app. And yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Jeff, what have you been up to? Because it has been a little bit since yeah, we recorded. Yeah, it's, it's been a few weeks. Yeah, um, not a ton. Um, went to Divine Barrel. Uh, took my new boss there last week. Had a super good time. Had some of the drop, the new drop beer that Josh would absolutely hate. Yep. Um, actually, I don't know. You might like it. What was it? Um, Blood Orange Pineapple Guava Berliner. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, you know, it's like four and a half, five percent. That doesn't sound but bad. But I mean, like it literally tastes like Minute Maid juice. Like, hmm. like Interesting. There, It's not sour. It's not tart. It just tastes like juice. It's freaking delicious. Goes great with breakfast for dinner. Or breakfast for breakfast, or just you know whatever. But um, I bet. But yeah, so that was super fun. Did that. Um, been kind of busy otherwise, but um, yeah, it's you know about as exciting as it's been for me in areas. Cool. Wells. Well, no beer stuff. That's for sure. Okay. I'll cool. say I, we 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 went to so you know one night we went to a barbecue place and uh, I'm like well you know he likes IPAs. You, you got to start with a hop, drop, and roll. Like, right. like it was your first time in Charlotte, never been here. I'm like, you, you've got to have hop, drop, and roll. Like, that's, you know, but yeah. he had it. He's like, yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. He's like, that's not bad. And I'm like, let's get a higher ground. Because it's been a while since I've had a higher ground. Uh-huh. And um, I, I took a big old drink out of it as soon as I got it and was immediately transported to like six years ago. Like, I just, like, all these memories come flooding back. Took another sip, and I'm like, yeah, this, this, like, I remember this being the style, like, six to eight years ago. ago. Yeah. It's fine. And I can't believe I'm saying it, but. Y'all right. Can't believe you're saying it? Can't believe I'm saying it. I, I just, uh, I think, uh, yeah, my time with uh, Higher Ground's kind of passed. Oh. Yeah. I, I think. On a similar no- token, <laughs> I found a. Uh, uh, <laughs> Got to the grocery one day and they were clearancing out some beer. And of course, I'm a bargain hunter, so I went looking and they had torpedo in cans. Nice. It was like 90 days. And I'm like, nice. For $12 for a 12 pack, like. That's amazing. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I'll roll these dice. And, and uh, are you really even rolling dice at that point? Y- you know, they were okay. And I, and I don't know if I'm just maybe a little past torpedo as well. Like, I just, I don't know that I'm loving the very multi IPAs, like, you know, Torpedo and right. Higher Ground and all that. I mean, that used to be what was our thing primarily, but I'm, very true. I don't know. I feel like that trip out West kind of ruined me and I, and I just want cleaner, clear West dank, Coast. Dank, dank, dank. It doesn't even have to be dank. Like, just yeah. give me something that's got a little lighter body to it. Right. You know, and it doesn't look like whatever. Yeah. You all right? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Well's with all the faces today. Well, I'm just watching this pause itself for like four seconds and then yeah, it's still recording. Okay. I promise you. Sure. I promise. It's just the software and a little bit of pregnant pause. It's all good. Yeah, so it's all fine. I'm about to do some traveling though. Oh. Okay. Uh going to Indianapolis for the first time. 
All right. Okay. Sun in, King. In like a few days. Okay, cool. So Sun King. Got it. I mean, I, I haven't had Sun King in, in a couple of years, but I feel like that's one of those places. If you're there, you got to go. Yep. yep. Um, like there was a place that Chris knew somebody that was doing like Belgian style up there, but I don't remember. But, you know, I mean. You know, I'll be poking my head around, be bringing some Indiana beers back. Fantastic. And then uh, on the nice. tail end of that trip, swinging through Nashville, which I understand is it on the way. It's more of a... I mean, if you're driving... It's not bad, you know, it, which we are. It, then, I mean, because you can either go Indy to Louisville, down to Knoxville, and then cut over, or it's a little more out of the way to, to run through to get to Nashville, but it's not the end of the world. Yep. So I'll be bringing back some uh, Nashville goodies, too. And you nice. can go to the Bucky's. In um, Clarksville or wherever that is, in between Nashville and Nashville. Sure. Oh, you need to go to a Bucky's. You got to go to a Bucky's. It's a gas station, right? Yes. It's that a... has beef jerky, right? <laughs> and yes. what's the and what and more you... and more? I thought you said it in porn. I'm like <laughs> and porn. <laughs> I mean, they probably do. I don't know. Most gas stations still have the dirty magazines. I don't even know that they have magazines. Oh, okay. I don't... We, but, we uh, didn't go to the Bucky's, but we did go to the Suckies down the street. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're bad. But enough about your mom's house. So, oh. but, but like Indy, yeah, for sure. And you, there was, I want to say Upland's even got a brew house up that oh, way too. God. So, oh, man. I'm going to come back with no teeth. I mean, now that the highway's built in, if you time it right, you could probably hit Upland in Bloomington and not, now that that new highway's in, it's so much faster. We'll, we'll see how much time I want to spend in the car and how many breweries I really feel like I should be hitting Correct. on a road trip. And that's fair. Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. All right. So uh, I guess we'll just talk about it since. Yeah, why not? Since you're up, it's your turn. Yeah, well, that's true. Come on, Josh. I, We're I, all I actually, dying to know. I actually did something. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was in Medellin for a couple of weeks. And um, number one, things over there are really cheap. Uh, number two, when, when you say when you say Medellin for the uninitiated that didn't travel with you, where yes. in Colombia? So I was in South America, not Carolina, not Carolina, not Missouri. I was overseas. Um, so the craft beer movement scene, whatever you want to call it, over there is still really tiny. Uh, and we may have talked about this, and I don't know if we ever did, but there is. One big brewing company that is called Bogota Brewing Company, and AB bought them back in 2018. That sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, other you than know that American brewery, Anheuser Busch in Bev. Yeah. SA. Other other than that, there was some local stuff. Uh, there was a place called Twenty Mission that had just the standard IPA pale ales, and they were both really good, uh, especially. The dates. Um, one of the things I noticed is they don't can over there yet. Everything's still bottles. Uh, the dates for both of the IPA and the pale that I picked up were less than two weeks old. Ooh, so, nice. like, super fresh. Beats Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there was another brewery that, again, kind of a small local place. Um, same deal. All their stuff was really fresh. They even did, which I thought was kind of a, a neat idea. They had like a little mixed four pack of their beers, so you could just buy like a pale ale, you could buy a um, IPAs, and then you could also buy like a little four pack of like here's all of our other stuff, like our, oh, our fun. dark and like a mixed had, pack. Yeah, and they had like a sour and a few other things. I had this recollection while I was at the store this weekend. 
we had some mixed company coming over and for all of the different like multi-pack combo pack seasonal pack you know mix pack whatever beers that are out there mm-hmm. nobody's really doing like sam adams used to do where you could get a bunch of different styles in one box yes you're right like it is oh we're gonna give you all of our hazy ipas you know uh, uh voodoo ranger or yep. it's um uh, uh, foothills hopium double hopium hopium light right yep. Or it's stone. It's like, here's all our gluten-free beers that are hopped. And, like, there's no, like, I, I was really looking for, like, give me some, give me, like, two, or, or g- give me three cans of, like, a Pilsner or a lager. Right. Give me two to three cans of, like, you know, something like Sam Adams Summer Wheat. You know, give me a couple of IPAs and then whatever else. You know, like, it just, I, I just wonder Why? And I, I'm not talking about like I want to get three Voodoo Rangers and a fat tire, right? You know, I mean that is a good question, but yeah, it's definitely not as prevalent as it used to be. That's for damn sure. Um, as far as <clears throat> anything else craft beer related, I didn't really do a whole lot else over there because I mean I was there for work, right? Um, didn't really get a chance to go to the breweries I wanted to, but when you don't natively speak Spanish, it's a little bit of a challenge to. Try to communicate and, you know, all that. So, didn't really get to go to any of them, but, you know, I was only there for two weeks. only had a weekend. What can you do? Uh, definitely will be interested to see, because I'm assuming I'll be back at some point. Um, it'll be interesting to see if, you know, like things like canning start to become more prevalent or not. Um you know, see if any more of the brewer, more breweries open, that type of a thing. But I mean, it was a bad. It was, it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's always in. It's always intriguing to get to go to a different geographical area and see what their beer scene is like. Yeah, absolutely. And we get kind of conditioned to like U.S. because it's the easiest place for us to travel. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very, very interesting. Meanwhile, Ooh, buddy. So, so, you know, we, we kind of wrapped up that last filler show and we we're very clear, like, hey, look, if anything big happens and it never does, but if anything big happens, <laughs> we'll cover it when we get back. And so apparently there was this little thing that happened, you know, in the macro beer world. Yes. And, uh, it kind of went crazy. And honestly, this is one of those times where I'm kind of glad we had the time to kind of let it like, like there's something to be said for. What we normally do on here, which is a lot of hot takes and yes, yes. you know unresearched and uninformed, and then we get proven wrong. Right. Sometimes it's nice to kind of let the let the story kind of work its way through before we start making wild guesses and accusations. Um, yes. But yeah. So what'd you miss out on, Josh? So apparently, Bud Light did a was it a can that started all of this? It was a can. A can. It was okay. a single can. Okay. Really? A can. That this was it? wasn't like a run or whatever. It was like, oh, we're going to like send a TikTok person, personality, uh, a can with their face on it. Okay. It was a can. Let's just. Okay. I didn't see. I didn't even know that. Like, I assume this was like a run of cans. No. No. Wow, a this single not, fucking you, can. You can't go and buy these, okay, or this, or whatever. No. Jesus Christ. So, anyways, of course, people went absolutely batshit insane over this. 
um, you know, saying, fuck Bud Light. I'm done with Bud Light. I don't want to drink it anymore. Go woke, go broke. Oh, my yeah. fucking goodness. Um, some of the ridiculous takes, too, of, like, people, uh, fuck it, I'm switching to Coors, or yeah. I'm switching to Sam Adams. I'm switching to Bush Light. Yeah. Or, or my favorite, uh, one of the Congress critters posted, like, oh, Let's go clear it all my fridge from this Bud Light. Oh, wait, that's right. My fridge doesn't have any Bud Light because I'm a real man. But it was nothing but like carbon beer. Yep, yep. And I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, th- this yeah. whole thing is uh, it really illuminated. I, honestly, this was probably the most effective campaign of all time to inform macro drinkers just how many different brands yes. Anheuser-Busch owns. Yes. Because, you know, as is tend to be the case there is rage and after rage there is per- performative destruction yes you know like oh i gotta show you how mad i am look at all of this bud light that i'm destroying and it's like okay so first off anisha bush doesn't care no they've already made their money off of you for yeah. buying those cans yeah and you're just probably gonna go buy bush light or odds are you're gonna go back and buy bud light you're not yep. gonna want anybody to know about it but you're gonna you know you're not gonna switch off your beer that was the thought early on yeah but it's, you know, like so much like if I'm not, you know, taking cans of beer and smashing them under my truck tires, am I really mad enough? Right. I mean, that's the question we should be asking ourselves. Like, are we really mad enough about this thing that really got blown out of proportion? Uh, yeah. And speaking of getting blown out of proportion, one of the things that happened is that a bomb threat was made to their Van Nuys factory, which is fucking ridiculous. It absolutely is. I mean, but am I but am I really mad enough about this thing? Have I gotten AB's attention if I'm not calling in bomb threats? I'm asking for some person on the internet, <laughs> right? I, I, don't I, I don't understand that. Um, of course, Bud tried to, you know, basically it kind of just seemed like they were laughing at the whole thing. To be honest, at least at first. Yeah, I mean, as is typically the case, there's a stock dip, there's a stock hit. Everybody's reporting on. The moment in time that's going to get them the most clicks. Yep. There were news stories everywhere about this. Yes. I, mean, I don't understand how you could not know about this if you were even remotely interested in beer yep. and have been not in a coma. Yeah. Like it's it's been crazy. Um, but yeah, <laughs> they decided. Well, here here's how here's how we'll show that that we're not just all about that. Let's hey guys, we got any Clydesdale footage? Let's let's get a Clydesdale commercial out there. Maybe we can show the American flag and. We got anything with the troops? Can we do something with the troops? You know, just to remind everybody how American we are. <laughs> Even Which though I we're not. <laughs> like, I, I don't feel like that was ever the issue. No. The issue was not, oh, ABM Bev isn't American enough. The issue was, I'm uncomfortable with someone that isn't like me representing the beer that I feel like represents me. Yes. I mean, ultimately, big multinational conglomerations like Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch, are in the business of selling beer. And yes, and and not to any one particular uh, racial or age or whatever group. They it's anybody that can pay for it, right? Absolutely. And we're seeing beer sales start to slow down a little bit. We're seeing some of these legacy brands start to lose market share. So it makes sense for them to partner with like an avenue of marketing that they haven't necessarily gone down. Right. So they're going to partner with a, a, a trans activist or TikTok personality, whatever. I mean, look, I, I, I just don't like TikTok people. I don't, I like don't TikTok, blame you. But, yeah. but 
I mean, I don't have a TikTok account. So. Oh, of course. But I'm not sitting here like, oh my God, like, this doesn't affect me like at, at all. This doesn't affect me at all. And the, the hard part is, <clears throat> in it is you see, like, again, this kind of like knee jerk guttural reaction by a large vocal group of people. We will not drink this beer again. We will not do anything about this. We are not going to support this anymore. We're switching to Miller. And it's like, you all don't recognize like how much really all beer brands try to work with all sorts of different communities. Yeah. You know, in, in oh, like me. being upset that they're trying to support somebody. Like I don't, regardless of how you feel about transgender rights and issues and all that kind of stuff. I don't, I, I don't, I don't see why this is such a big lightning rod. I just, I just right. honestly think in, in my mind, as I was kind of watching this all play out, I'm like, okay, so this doesn't really affect me. So I'm, whatever, I'll just let it, let it go. I, I'm not, I, I don't care enough about it. We'll talk about it on the show because we have to, because AB and Bev is going to get the advertising that they want yep. from us in this way. And we'll talk about it more than we probably should. Yep. But like, so what? And, well, and, 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 and I got to believe that, sorry, I lost my comment and then I got it right back. You're fine. I got to believe that those first couple of days, AB and Bev was like, we'll just ride this out. Something else will pop up in the 24 hour news cycle and this will all get brushed under the rug right. and nobody will care in two weeks because right. that's the way it goes. Yeah. Typically. We all, you know, like, like the internet in large likes to get upset about something huge. And then a week or so later, nobody cares. Because well, we've all moved on to the next thing to be outraged about. Exactly. Well, and it's like, you don't want to be Twitter's villain of the day. As long as you are not the villain of the day. Uh, and the madness in this just kept continuing. Up to the point where somebody decided, a, a right-wing conservative influencer, which, again, I can't stand influencers, period. Grif- grifter in this case, because <clears throat> this person's very... Uh, very much a chameleon and just goes from one outrage subject to another. Oh, of course. Uh, they decided they were going to launch, launch their own beer, the Conservative Dad's Ultra Right Beer, which made me eye roll so fucking hard. Yep. You, you can probably hear us eye rolling all the way in South America. Why? Because you're not willing to pay $20 for a, a six-pack of 12-ounce Pilsner cans? Now, come on. Cans? Ingredients have cost. Or something. <laughs> yes, they do. I mean, you can't like, look, I, you know, $20 for a six pack of a light lager. I mean, seriously, go, just, just go. Especially like, okay, I'm not going to justify if Treehouse puts out, you know, a four and a half percent light lager. I'm sure it's excellent. I'm still not paying $20 for a six pack of it. I don't care if it's Toplin Goliath right. or Jay Wakefield or yep. any of these other brewers that, I mean, how there are some here in town that want close to that for a four pack of pine cans. And I just look at it and say, no, thank you. I'm, or more than that. But, but this is, this is absolutely like somebody who's trying to cash in on a moment yep. and it, it makes me, makes my skin crawl. It, it, me too. And you know, the other thing I, I wanted to go all the way back to the first article cause we're, Kind of basically what we did is we just shoved about six articles together about all of this. Um, You know, one of the points that in a video that will be linked on the show notes, crappiercast.com, it's a TikTok video 
Uh, I don't know who this guy is, but I've seen him all over Reddit. Like, his TikToks always seem to pop up. And he's going through all of the outrage that people are, you know, going through, and he's making points. And one of the points that I actually found very fascinating was the fact that Coors was, like, the first brewery in the 70s that started supporting LGBTQ plus stuff. And people are, like, I'm just going to go to Coors. Uh, Bud? You do realize what you're getting yourself into, right? Right. And and, and the just asinine outrage from some of these people just boggled my fucking mind. Well, I mean, again, I need to be mad, and everybody in my echo chamber is mad, so I'm going to be mad for the same reason, and everybody in my echo chamber is making the same choice, so I've got to make the same choice, too. Like, I... I don't consider myself super right, super left, or even really much to the right or much to the left. I kind of tend to ride the middle and I look at both sides and I try and figure out, you know, like what makes the most sense, you know, based on right. what I read. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so I like on one hand, like I kind of, I can respect the, like I need both sides of the opinion, but I look at this and I'm like, look, I, y'all are being stupid. Yes. That is, th- that is really where I think this, a lot of this boils down to, to me is, the naivete of these people that a didn't realize that AB had already owned their beer brand. Right. Like one of the videos, this guy is like, "Well, I'm done. I'm done with you, AB." Is he's I don't remember what beer it was off the top of my head, but he's like, "I just found out that AB owns them." I'm like, "Well, I guess on the plus side, you're learning something." Yeah, and that's <laughs> why I said like this has got to be the most effective campaign of all time. Because most most consumers have not had a reason to care. Yes. But now some of them are being told that they need to care. Yep. And then they go and they try to fix it. And somebody's like, well, actually, um, you know, it's also AB of them. Yeah. Oh, and they actually also support, you know, gay and trans rights. Oh, and so, do, you know, I mean, like, and again, like, it's not an uncommon thing. No. You know, it's. I mean, I know we are three straight white dudes. Mm. You're straight. <laughs> that I know there's wrong, anything wrong with that. Just, that all right, Jerry. Really don't have you know a, a valid opinion on this, but I think all three of us in this room look at beer as it's for everybody. Yep. It doesn't matter your skin color or your orientation right. or your nationality. None of it fucking matters. Yes. It in. You've got this guy who's decided he's going to try and capitalize on this before anybody else does. And he puts he, out a beer get that, that the label clearly was made in Photoshop in yes. about three minutes. You know, it's red, white, and blue. It has a new name, Ultra, in it, which I feel like has got to be some sort of trademark. Like, trademark infringement. Like, I feel like... Oh, yeah, Mick Ultra. I feel like in, in you know, I feel like AB and Bev is going to come after him. I hope know? so. And, and then especially because he, he smashes a can of Bud Light in his little commercial, which, again, to me, like, I don't... Is that even okay? Can you use someone else's product in your commercial? Like that doesn't seem. Typically, it's it, it's like it's never anybody's actual product. It's like a product that's a mock up. Yeah, yeah. Like it would it, be so. like a blue can, and it would have something else on it, but it would not have any infringing. Because yep. like Bud Light as a name is copyrighted. Yep. Trademarked. Af. Yep. yep. You know, and I'm just looking at this, going like, huh. Okay. So you're making a beer. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, Good they, for you. But are they making a beer? Because it looks like just as soon as this ultra right beer was uh, 
coming in, it was going out. Grand why opening, grand just, closing. Why, why doesn't he just make like a German style alt beer and then he can call it <laughs> oh my God. Alt, the alt-right beer <laughs> and we're done. Like nobody's going to fight him on that. Oh. You, go ahead, you go ahead and make your alt-right beer. It'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. Or a low calorie German alt beer. We can call it alt-light. Oh God. oh, God. I'm not copywriting that no, one. No, no, no. Those are free. Those are free ideas. Have, that have, have at them, please. So, uh, no surprises here. Uh, the uh, brewery that was going to make alt-right beer, whatever. Ultra-right. <laughs> uh, Ultra-right, whatever. Uh doesn't like have their own equipment, whatever. So they were going to have to go through this random white guy doesn't have a brewery. Are I know, you kidding? Right. This. <laughs> so they started taking pre-orders of this thing that like, Oh, we'll start shipping out in about, Oh, six weeks or so. So this is a contract brew situation. Yeah. No surprises here. And suddenly everybody on the internet's just like, we're going to find out what brewery it is. That's making this whatever. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, they, the internet doesn't sleep and they found out who it was that, had been penciled in to contract brew this. And who was it? Uh, it's this brewery that had no idea that what they had been tapped to produce was this thing. So they're like, uh, yeah, it is us, or it was going to be us, and now it's not. We're not doing this anymore. Yeah. So there was some speculation, like, is it an Anheuser-Busch facility? No, it's this little uh, Bent River Brewing Company and I hate to like call them out by name because they're it's not their fault, right? They got caught up in in a mess, and yeah, I think they'd like, oh yeah, we have some contract capability. Oh wait, it's to make this uh, suddenly we uh, we left the stove on. Yeah, yeah. When, when they, you know, <laughs> I, I can totally see their side of it. They were probably approached, and they, in good faith, said, yeah, we have capacity to contract brew. Like Wells said, Wells has got right on the nose, and then yeah. suddenly he's like, wait, uh, I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry, what? You want to do what now? What? What? Yeah. Give the uh, yeah. Give the Kenan Thompson eyes. You know. Mm. <laughs> okay. Mm. So, How about now? So yeah, that was the the big mess that happened. Right. Basically, what was it? The weekend after I left. Oh yeah. The weekend I left. Something. Yeah. Like it's that. it's all been like melting over and going over and over and over again. And I, I painfully watched the commercial for this ridiculous beer. You know. And the one thing he was like really proud of saying as. It's a commercial of this guy like standing in front of bathrooms and playing baseball. It's, I wanted to punch my it's, monitor. It's it's so bad and and he but his big thing was like and stay away from our kids and I'm like uh are who's who's giving Bud Light to their kids? Right? Um really Bud Light isn't Anheuser Busch isn't who you should be mad about. If you're mad about this and and look, I'm not I'm set aside right wrong with this particular issue for just a second. <clears throat> if you're going to be mad at someone for this particular thing, perhaps you should be mad with the social media platform that's yeah. where all this is kind of percolating yeah. out of. Yeah. Um, because stay away from our kids. Like maybe you should say that to, to China and TikTok. I don't know. Maybe right. Should, I don't know. Right. Yeah. This this was just a a whole cacophony of ridiculousness and it, it outrage. just kept going. It, it did. And like every day it was, oh, uh, uh, Anheuser-Busch has had the worst stock hit of all time. And then mm. 30 seconds later, somebody else posts one. It's like, well, actually, like they're down a little bit, but everybody's down, but they're not as down as much as everybody else. And they were just up a whole bunch. And so like, really, they're in outrage. It doesn't mean the majority of people know, care, or are going to change their habits. Exactly. And and I think that is the key is 
at the end of the day, this doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah. It doesn't affect anybody. It's not going to affect AB. Yeah. Well, they're going to well, be fine. You, you say that. I mean, it's not going to affect them as a company, but the VP of marketing or whatever that that yes. you know, set up this whole deal. You know, of course, AB is kind of doing their like, oh, well, we weren't real, really in the loop. We weren't really consulted. She just kind of went and did what she did. And, you know, like, whatever. I'm like, all right, whatever. Chicken shit. It's a new cycle. What we got? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at AB's uh, stock ticker for the last month. Now you can see when this whole controversy dropped. But, hey, guess what? They're still up 4.27% in the last month. But, like, they're still up. They're up higher than... They're, they're almost to the point... Where they like made back all ground. Okay. The, this is nothing. To, to me, though, the flaw of that as an argument, though, is your, your, how they're actually selling. Yeah, and, that's, it's definitely and, not a litmus and, test. And, and, and anymore, I look at stock price as what do the financial gamblers look at? Yep. Do they think they're going to make money or lose money? And that's what's, that's what's, you know, like, yeah. Again, what yeah, is, and one, the, one of them said they lost three billion dollars, um, or, or they were on like it's like seven hundred and eighty billion dollar valuation. I'm like that's that's barely anything. It wasn't no, even, that wasn't even like one percent. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I ugh, whatever. Yep. Whatever. All right. So let's talk about another uh, another multinational corporation that makes beer. Yeah. So Jeff, when you were up in the Baltimore area, did you even think about trying to go to? I can't even remember. Two or three. It's not been open very long. I mean, no, it has not been open very long. Because didn't one of the brewers at... Highland. Highland, okay. I knew it was one of the brewers somewhere in North Carolina went up the went up there to the facility, but yeah, they've the announced Guinness they're Open gonna, Gate Brewery. They have announced they're going to be closing. Now, I meant to find another article on this, and I think that... I can't remember if we've talked about it or not on the show, but they're opening a manufacturing facility in Chicago. Okay. Guinness is. So, so, like, so this is more of let's close this one so we can open the other one. Not I, we're getting out of the U.S. entirely. I think so. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And so I think their tap room is still going to be uh, open. The restaurant's still going to be open in Baltimore, but they just won't be producing any beer there. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, okay. Because they had, like, I mean, they were brewing, like, Guinness, uh, domestic-produced Guinness, like, you know, did come out of Baltimore. But they also had, like, an R&D brewery, and apparently they had a very popular or whatever uh, golden ale, uh, a, a blonde, I should say, the Baltimore Blonde. So, <laughs> speaking of breweries that I haven't heard anything from in years... Uh, Heavy Seas is like, hey, uh, we'd really like to keep this Baltimore Blonde uh, production in Baltimore. So uh, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll we'll contract brew for you. So are they going to do that? I didn't read the article. I'll be honest. Uh, no, it okay. was just like we offered to brew something for you. I, gotcha. I, I haven't read anything that shows Guinness has taken them up on this. But gotcha. Okay. I mean, nothing would be worse than having a beer with the city name trying to invoke city pride and have it not actually be made in said city. Huh. What, too? CLT IPA? Oh, that too. Yeah, I was about uh, to say, what do you, I wonder what you're referencing. Also, yeah, yeah, 312 wasn't the first one to mind, but it's the second, yep. 
Yeah, yeah no, I was definitely thinking the CLT IPA too. Made yeah. in Morganton. Uh, Give me a break. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. So, so I guess at the end of the day, um, this isn't as doom and gloom as I thought. I, I, I honestly thought that they were going to... And D, by the way, Diego owns Guinness, and I thought... Diageo? Diageo. No, Diego right. is Dora's cousin. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> there, jo- Josh was hanging out with Diego. In the- I was! In the monkeys. Oh, boots. Yeah, that's he got the big. Yeah. Uh, so that is, I thought, because uh, I literally thought that they were just going to pull out of the U.S. entirely, which, I mean, that's that at the end of the day, that's people's jobs, right? It yeah. sucks. And, and this is a hundred of them. Yeah. yeah. Like, Holy shit. Yeah. This is a hundred production jobs that they're losing. And I'm like, how big is this facility that you have a hundred people working production side for your beer? This isn't like taproom staff. This what? is a restaurant staff. There was a beer that wasn't. Guinness that they had made, and I think we had it on the show, like when they had first opened. Oh yeah, it was like a a mint stout. That's that what I brought it was. in. Okay, I knew it was. Something. Gosh, what could have gone wrong? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, I didn't hate it, but it also wasn't that. There's a lot good. of things that you hate drink that it, you hate, but you kind of don't hate. It was. I think it could have been better, but I think that's about as. I, it, it's about as safe of a play. I, I kind of expected that from Guinness. Fair enough. Very true. All right. Last story up is production numbers. It's about that time where we get to see who are the biggest breweries in the U.S., craft breweries, and, of course, big surprise, Yingling is number one, Sam is number two. That has not changed. I'm actually kind of surprised. Well, I guess I shouldn't say surprised that Sam is still number two. I mean... But I really, you know, like Sierra can't be too far behind. I wish they had numbers for these. But yeah, it would be cool. But uh, that I will say it's surpri- not surprising, but watching them, especially since we've been doing this for eight years, yeah. watching them grow up this list. For sure. And, and you know, there's some scuttlebutt this year, and there probably is every year. I, we just don't pay attention to it. But, you know, there's some there's some frustration by the members of this list or the ones that just didn't quite make it because... You've got companies like Duvel who have, you know, Brooklyn beer. What was that? I don't know that was. Something's clanking out there. Yeah. Um, Brooklyn beer, Boulevard, um, uh, Firestone Walker. Yep. You know, like, it's like, is it really fair to combine all of those or like, you know, um, Canarchy with. Uh, uh, Oscar Blues and Cigar, uh, City, Cigar City and all the, the other ones. The, that they, the Mormon I mean, Brewing Company yeah, that I Wasatch. can't remember. Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, you know, like, is it fair to let those all be combined into one, and then like, you know, there's Deschutes all by itself, or the one that really, um, the one that really amazed me was Georgetown, uh, number twenty one, <laughs> Georgetown Brewing, and like, that's crazy. I've been there. It is not a huge facility. Huh. Um, so I don't know if maybe they've got a second site that I'm not aware of. Uh, not that I would have to know about it, right? But I mean... Uh, oh, there was a surprise in the early teens. Josh, if you could return to the early teens. Oh, coming in at number 13. Yep, there you go. Athletic Brewing Company. The non-alcoholic... Are you shitting me? Number the 13th largest brewery in the country. Wow. Yeah. Talk about fucking growth. I know. And I'm looking at everybody else that's behind them. And it's wild that, like, well, I guess New Glarus is ahead of them by one spot. Wild that New Glarus is only Wisconsin. Yes. 
Yeah, well, what, and what's actually kind of fascinating to me looking at this list is Matt's or Matt Brewing. Yeah. Which, how many fucking brands do they really have under their name? I don't even know. I mean, they're they're just they're just contract brewery, right? Yeah. I mean, are, are, yeah, I guess you're right. Um, I thought they were bigger and higher on this list, and it kind of seems like they've kind of the fourteenth largest. Well, it feels like they've gone, they've moved down since we've started doing the show because I, like I can it. remember like Saranac especially used to be so prevalent here and I don't really see it anymore. I remember Saranac. It's been a while. Yeah. Long time since I've even thought about Saranac. Like grocery, like you talk about grocery store beer, Saranac used to be all over that Harris Cedar that was down the road. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I think at the time people thought, well, it's from New York. It's. It's, 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 you know, it's Saranac. It's got to right. be. And then, like, how many of those Saranac beers that we had, they were just trash. Yes, they were. Garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's number 50. Yeah. Who is that? Ooh, so number 50, Made by the Water. We have talked about these guys Okay, so that that's the, the Saints owners. That's oh, right. Okay, Which okay. I think is really rich in that, oh, God. Oh, never mind. It looks like they've taken Morganton off the map. So it's uh, New Orleans. I'm not even going to bother pronouncing that city in Florida. Asheville. Okay, cool. They have a tap room. Appalachiola? Appalachiola. Appalachiola. Sure. And Charleston. Like, yeah, RIP to... uh, Morganton? Yeah. Others, sorry, I was scrolling a little bit. There's a few others that actually kind of surprised me too. Revolution at 39. I okay. mean, that's that's not nothing. Ooh, Brewdog at 38. And Rogue, Rogue down there at 41. And I'm just that's sitting so here like, sad. I mean, <laughs> let's check back in next year and see when they fall out of the 40s. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> It's probably not going to be much longer. They're just not going to be on this list. Yeah, this is the the data nerd to me would would love to see like a tracker, you know, on a, some kind of a plotted out chart showing breweries year over year, and you know, where, where's that infographic, right? Like, let me let me see. Yeah, let, absolutely. Let me, <laughs> I mean, like truly, like let, let me let me see that kind of fall from grace. Yeah, you know and, that and, rogue went through, and yeah, I mean, it's they well, used to be way up in this yeah, list. It's a little bit of Schadenfreude, but. Whatever, yeah. and yeah. and some other ones are, are moving up. Like I, I noticed the shoots higher than they used to be. Uh, still bummed that you can't really get most of their stuff here anymore. But you know, hey, whatever. Um, I don't know. There was another one. Hold on, let me scroll. What, you know, you talk about odd that you can't find their beer. I I find the Duvel allocation or whatever you want to call it, the distribution of Duvel stuff in this market is really weird. It's hard to find any boulevard other than like... It's impossible. Uh, unless you want like their, you know, $18 four packs of barrel-aged, you know, heavy beers. Right. I, I, there's nothing wrong with them. They're good. Right. I'm just like, why, why why, can't I find any other boulevard? Why can't I find any other Firestone Walker other than Luponic Distortion and yeah. Mind Haze, you know? Yeah, that's true. And, you know, I, I will admit... It has been a minute since I've been to Total Wine, so maybe they've got Boulevard stuff there, but don't, I don't. That's see what I'm saying. It. Like okay. the last, and it's been a couple of months since I've been to a Total Wine, but I, you know, every now and then I'll go in and just kind of walk through and look to see what all they've got. And there's, like I said, it's just it's all the weird. Sometimes you can get Tank Seven, okay, but like I mean, I would just love to have a Boulevard wheat, and <laughs> I can't find it here anymore. I don't. I don't remember seeing it the last couple times. 
But then again, I'm not always looking for that, but I'll try to, uh, if I remember when I'm there in three months or <laughs> right. whatever. You know. yeah. So I, I did have to look up who the hell number 45 indie brew is. Nashville kind of jumped out at me. Uh, this is a new brewery collective called Indie Brew. Uh, speaking of Nashville from earlier, Bearded Iris is half of Indie Brew, as okay. the other half is Scofflaw. You know, those... <laughs> oh, those fun guys. Yeah, good for them. Uh, one that really Man, does... I, you know what's really sad about that is I think so much less of Bearded Iris for joining tables with... Scofflaw. I mean, Those I'm jackasses. I'm still going to be at Bearded Iris this weekend, so okay. Well, it's. I mean, I don't have. I, I wouldn't consider Nashville a very. Uh, it's got its high points, but it's also not a beer city. So if I'm looking right. to hit up a couple breweries, yep. I'm going to have to break some eggs. Yeah, yep. and go get some hot chicken. Well, I'm yeah. Got to get that hot Went chicken in Nashville, right? Uh, one last one that I want to to call out, just because again, it surprised me because I don't. I don't think about them being this big, but Pizza Port. Oh, yeah, they have tunnel locations. Yeah, but it's all on the West Coast, right? Yeah. So being here on the East Coast, like you don't really hear about them at all. What about, what about BrewDog here out of Anal Winchester? Yeah. The sea is uh, silent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, I'll scroll down, but the big boys, they have, haven't really changed. Yeah. It's AB InBev. It's Miller Coors. It's... Molson Coors. I always say Miller, and I always will. Constellation, like all the the normal shit you would expect up there. I mean, Yingling number seven overall. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, Pizza Port has uh, five brew publications. Okay. Interesting that according was, to Wikipedia, was New Belgium in the top fifty craft? Because they'd have to be pretty high up there, uh, unless they got taken off because they got bought by a non-craft brewer. Okay, but. Stone is right there on number seven. Stone's right there on number seven with an, uh, so an does... asterisk beside it. Oh, Because okay. they're... Uh, oh, maybe it was based on the timing? Yep. So if we could go down to whatever is at the very bottom and see what that little asterisk means. There it goes. Doesn't... Oh, never mind. That's not what I was looking for. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he was hoping that would be the out for why Stone gets to be on the craft list, but New Belgium doesn't. When yeah. arguably I'd say it's the other way around. I consider, Agreed. I consider New Belgium more of their own thing than Stone, but that's also because I feel like, you know. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I want to go back to something. Well, you said they got, didn't they privatize? Stone? No, no, no. New Belgium. No, they're owned by Kieran now. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. What is yeah. it? Oh. Right oh, they went employee owned like a few years ago, but I guess that didn't work out. Oh, okay. Just got- okay. 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 That's I, I just remember the employee-owned thing, so... Okay, fair enough. Uh, any other thoughts on the, the list? I don't, I don't know. I'm going to go uh, use this 30-second break to, I don't know, butt-chug a Bud Light. <laughs> All <laughs> no right. Idea. Open up, baby. <laughs> we'll be back in 30. Bye, no bye. I'll explain how it works. Pretty simple. We've been drinking some beers on the show. 
and we use a pretty simple scale. We use a one for a buy and a zero for a no buy. Uh, sometimes beer is donated to us by listeners. If you ever want to reach out, uh, contact or hate mail at craftbeercast.com, and Jeff or I will respond to you. Jeff, what's Maybe. our first beer up? Uh, <clears throat> up first from Schilling in uh, New Hampshire, Littleton, New Hampshire. Uh, this is Paulus, a. It's either a Munich style Hellas or a Bavarian style lager, or why not both? What's the one that says on the label? Both. Bavarian style lager and Munich style Hellas. I mean, <laughs> they both make sense. They're right, mutually right, exclusive. Right, 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 right. Well, one, you can be, A can be B, but not B can be A. Or, Correct. You know, like a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle is not necessarily a square. Right. Um, any rate, um, 5%, give or take. That was the wrong glass. That was water. I was like, "Whoa, that tastes really strong." Oh yeah, different <laughs> beer. Um, yeah, this is this is nice and refreshing, and uh, it's getting that time of year where I love light, refreshing beer. And uh, this one, this one gets a buy for me. Wells, um, we needed beer for the recording one day, and because our fridge was looking desperate. So I went out and just bought a single of this on a whim, having never tried it before. Uh, I gotta say, I'm pleasantly surprised, considering I had no expectations for it. And uh, now that I, I I know that this is worth a shit, I will be buying this again. Now quite, that you found love, nice. what are you gonna do with it? Mm. What is love? No, no, yeah. don't hurt me. Wrong '90s song. <laughs> it's fine though. But yeah, I like it enough. I'll buy it. Josh, your thoughts? Uh, it's nice. It's bright. It's Crispy. It's not as crispy as I would like, but it's still nice. It's very bright, very easy drinking. Absolute buy. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up from Interboro out of Brooklyn, New York. Is that, is that funny to you? Is that funny? Don't make you laugh. Don't look like a clown. Don't answer that. This is a <laughs> lifted IPA. Uh, it's an ele- elevated IPA brewed with Citra, Cashmere, and Motuika. I, I like Citra. I like Cashmere. I'm, I don't know enough about Motuika, but mm-hmm. I don't dislike it. Right. Um, this one works. Um, it's 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 hazy, but it's not crazy hazy. Um, so yeah, I'll buy this one. Wells? Uh, I'm firmly on the fence with this one, but I'm... I think I'm leaning a little bit towards no buy. Something about this kind of gives off like tastes a little chlorine on the finish to me. Okay. That's not going to do it. Fair no buy. Josh, thoughts? So this one I bought just because of the hops. Flat out, plain and simple. Looked at it, saw. I like two of those hops. The other one I don't really know. Let's give it a shot. This isn't terrible. Um, it's nice as a difference from the regular, like, it's Citra, and it's Simcoe, and it's... Right. And, and I... Does it say it's a hazy? Because I don't think it did. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. It just... So, I, I mean, I didn't... I just assumed, based on the, the body of it, it just looked hazy. Right. No, it is very It dirty. doesn't claim to be hazy. It is, if you know... It's not like getting a beer with hop trash. Remember, we used to get those highlights that oh, had God. so much hop trash. Yeah, not just highlights. It just seemed like there was a run for a while where like so many beers had hop trash in them. Yep. Uh, but no, I'll, I'll buy this. this I liked it. Next beer up. Well, we're in April uh, today, being actually April twenty fourth. So of course we've got to have our four twenty beers, right? Uh, double nickel 
um, out of Pensacola, New Jersey. Came up with this beer called. This is actually I, I saw on Untapped. This is not the first year they've made it. Uh huh. Super Mega Dank 420 Chronic Kush Granddaddy Supreme. Tells me that is a dank and hazy IPA, double dry hopped with mosaic, citra, and azaka. Uh, 16 ounces, 7%, and drink it at 420. Woo! So, so cute. So cute. Um, here's the thing. Super Mega Dang 420 Chronic Kush Granddaddy Supreme is kind of like... That sounds like just the... It's, 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 it's mid-small IPA that has a bunch of pot names in it, and it is not Supreme. I was so underwhelmed by this, just as a beer, regardless of the name. The name just is insult to injury. Right. Um, it's, as the kids would say, it's mid. It is just, it is not, it's not barely even serviceable. No cap. It's mid. No, for real, for real. <laughs> I'm looking, look, when I'm going after, if I'm going to go to the trouble of buying a 420 beer. Right. That super mega dang 420, chronic kush, granddaddy supreme. It's Waldo. It better it's be. not this. It better be bussin'. This is not bussin'. <laughs> no cap. For real, for real. Okay. Well, well I'm honestly disappointed that uh, that you just absolutely squeezed every last like Zoomer reference that I was going to use and 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 my bad, Pam. Just took God, stop it! For so many reasons, just stop it. Just stop. Okay, don't play hate. So Jeff said uh. mid. I was going to go with mid. I was going to roll with no cap. Okay, okay cool. That's strike two. Uh, what I am going to say is it's bussin'. Uh, it's not bussin'. Uh, it's it's got that. For real? It's got a teeny little bit of diacetyl, and y'all know me. I am not down with the diacetylussy. God! <laughs> wow, dude, that was a stretch. That really that was. was. Yeah. That was a stretch. How, how bad do your legs hurt? <laughs> really bad. As does my mouth. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was a lot of lifting you had to do there. So yeah, I'm I'm a hellish no buy. And in fact, like anytime anybody. Y'all better come correct when you come out here with like, look at me, 420 beer, whatever. It's like, if it's not better than Waldo, like you just need to back off. I love Waldos. I don't mind. Like if you want to make a 420 centered beer, fine. I get it. You're trying to cash in on the 420 craze and, and right. yada, yada. I, I don't, I take no issue with that. But if you're going to put more words or is a burial. Or, yeah. If this looks like a burial <laughs> label in terms of how, what the word count is. I expect you to at least be like this. Doesn't even. I'm thinking back to all the hazy burial beers that I've no bought. I would drink them all before I drink this one. Wow, it just like there's zero reason for me to ever buy that other than the label for the lols. For the lols. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Yes. Hold on. Hold on, Bobby. Josh, you buying this beer? No, but I don't have as much vitriol for it as you two. Um, so when I got back from Medellin, I immediately stopped at my local little craft beer hangout because, to be honest, you know, just kind of miss beer. Um, even though I did have some good stuff when I was over sure. there. It's not the same. It's not the same. And kind of just grabbed a bunch of random stuff. This was one of the four packs. I didn't hate it. Hate it. Wasn't something I'd necessarily go back to again. So, yeah, no, I'm not going to buy it. 
Next beer up. Uh, next beer up. Um, we haven't had one of these in a, well, it's been a couple of shows at least. Uh, Resident Cultures, single malt, single hop series, Forever Alone. Or at least single hop. I don't know if they're doing single malt or not. but um, Yeah, I think it's just single hop. Yeah. Uh, hazy IPA hopped exclusively with CLS Farms cashmere hops. And Josh, she says, I like cashmere. Um, I, this, is a, this is a really good expression of the cashmere hop. I like cashmere. I mean, it's just this, this solidifies it. I already felt like I enjoyed cashmere, but I've always had it like as a supporting actor right. in another beer. Um, yep. Having it kind of as front and center in Forever Alone, I, I really do enjoy it. So this one's a buy for me. Wells? It's delicious. I mean, this is like super um, melody. Uh, it's a little soft. It, it's not like a high acid, high alpha soft? acid. Swaft. Is it soft? This is really good. I have gone through a four pack of this and uh, I will do another one. This is damn good. Josh, your thoughts on CLS Cashmere? Yes, uh, 100% yes. Uh, didn't really know what I was getting into when I got this, but it was resin culture. It's a hazy-ish. Uh, it's fantastic. Absolute buy. Next beer up. Next beer up uh, from Abomination out of North Haven, Connecticut. This is, I, I guess they have a, a series called Wandering into the Fog, and this is their Citra iteration of it. Uh, it's a double IPA. Uh, which anymore, I'm going to guess it's, it's eight and a half. Yeah. It's like eight and a half. Yeah. Because remember when double IPA used to mean 10%? Yup. Or at least nine? Yup. Not that eight six is like that far off. But I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm not um, calling eight six a single by any stretch. No. Um, I, I'm, I am, uh, I, I was looking at the date on this one. It is not, it's, it's right at a month old. I don't know. Yeah. I, this, this, uh, I, I feel like I, have a good finger on the pulse of Citra, and I don't know what happened in the spear. Okay. I don't. I do not like. Wells, I like it. I don't love it, but you want some more of it? I do actually. Uh, so don't dump that can. But uh, I'll I'll buy this. This is it's just a generic kind of single hop hazy Citra forward IPA. No hop burn. It's it's good enough for right. me to buy. Josh. So, again, another one picked up based off of the hop on it alone. I love Citra. Yep. But, hey, this could be great. You never know. Um, Not terrible. A little too soft for me, too. Like, I feel like this needs a little bit more body to it. I want to buy it, but I can't because, like I said, it's just too soft. 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 Final beer up. Uh, Final, excuse me, final beer up. Uh, from Southern Brewing Company. This is a Chuck beer, by the way. Yeah. Um, in collaboration with Comer Coffee Company, uh, this is Slow Drip Moon Eyes. A bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout finished on coffee. And <laughs> this is one where uh, I, like, I knew it was a coffee stout, um, so the coffee didn't take me by surprise. Um the bourbon barrel part, now that I'm reading it, I'm like, I don't remember. There's not a ton of bourbon in this. I'm not getting a whole lot of the whole lot of the barrel at all. The coffee's okay, but it's teetering on that edge of on its way out. Um, 
This is probably the lightest drinking 10% stout I've had in a while. This is 10%? I'm, no, actually, it's 10.5. Jesus. Yeah. Um, so it's got that going for it. I like. I, I definitely feel like this would be uh, great with breakfast, breakfast for dinner. Like Again, like... Ooh. You know, this in conjunction with some stuff, some I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think I would want to sit with a whole can of this and really pick it apart because I'm afraid that it might go south. But um, I would conditionally buy this. Okay. But um, but in, when it comes to like straight up buy no buy, I'm probably going to pass. Well, oh man, what's the date on this? It's like, a, uh, there's no date. No date? No, no. Because... To your point, it does taste to me like it is teetering over the coffee cliff. Uh, as it stands right now, uh, it is frighteningly easy for a ten and a half. So right this second, I'm going to buy it. I, I'm a little worried about where this is going, but that's not my problem anymore, right? Because this is the only can that we have of this, and it's gone. It's a so. hypothetical you problem. Exactly. So uh, screw it. Why not? Chuck, this doesn't totally suck, but you're still on always on the list. He's on, yeah, he's on, yeah. You're Josh. not off the list yet. <laughs> not, not not yet. Uh, I'm kind of with Jeff. I don't know that I would want an entire can of this because I feel like things would start to go south pretty quick. I, I feel like it would wear out its welcome really quickly. Yeah. But again, give me like this with a big stack of pancakes and some sausage and eggs or bacon. I'm like, I'm, I'm back in. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's kind of like Waffle House coffee. It's not good coffee. Yeah. You're not buying Waffle House coffee and drinking it straight on its own without anything accompanying it. Yep. You've got to have a waffle and or some kind of breakfast foods going on, at which point then it's okay. Yeah. And that's and, and yeah, that's that's where this thing is. It's it's not gross. It's just and I can't believe this is a ten and a half percent. Right, right. That's that's a major redeeming factor. I, I mean, there is no burn to on this at all to mm-hmm. me. So yeah. I, I'm surprised by that, but yeah, I'm gonna have to know by it. Uh, some pride that I'd tap that. It's pretty simple. Out of the beers that we had on the show that we bought, what would we want to put on our kegerator at home, Jeff? Uh, as previously mentioned, it's getting about that uh, that kind of weather that time of year. Um, so that that Hellas, um, it it really hit the spot, and I could definitely go through a bunch of that. Right on, Wells. What do you think? Oh, I'm gonna have to follow Jeff's lead here. That Hellas, uh, no notes. It's it was just damn good. I could see myself getting kind of wiped out on a couple of others, but not that Hellas. Josh, where are you tapping? He's tapping the keyboard. Tap, tap, Clearly. tap, 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 how often, Wells, how often do they put that beer out? What, the Forever, Forever Alone series? Yeah. Uh, it feels like one's coming on as soon as another one kicks. Okay, so... I'd say, like, once every third week. So this is definitely a series I think I'm going to try to keep up with. Yes. Yeah. That's know, and, damn impressive. And you know, so it's funny you say that, because, you know, we were talking on... Our last episode, we were kind of talking about our beer journey and, and the idea of the beer of the month yeah. came up. And like there were a couple like Foothills for sure, yep. you know, and, and like even Stone was putting out regular like kind of of the not really of the month, but regular releases like that. And everybody kind of got into this world of 
throwing everything against the wall and seeing what sticks. But yep. like making Forever Alone a scheduled monthly drop could be really interesting. I can yeah. get behind that. Yeah, I think we should. I uh, kind of miss those days where it's I like, too. it's like, oh, hey, I got the July, you know, like, yeah. oh, and everybody was like, okay, I can't wait to try it. You know, knowing that it could be a total train wreck oh, yeah. or be completely awesome. Yeah, we used to get so excited about those Foothills drops. And yeah, this is definitely a series I think I'm going to try to yeah. I, try I, to start following. I don't uh, think they're on like a, a ske- sure, set no, no, monthly I, schedule. I, right, right, right. But I have gone to the tap room a number of times where they have two Forever Alone beers on at the same time. So they weren't Forever Alone. So you know I'm drinking both of these because if I can try a Strata versus a Cashmere, Ooh. like because it's all the same otherwise, it's just the hops are different. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm doing that. It's yeah. it's so much fun. Like. Because there's always new hop varieties coming out. That yeah. There's always something new for me to try or learn about. Yeah, absolutely. Jeff, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at? Come check us out on the interwebs. Go to craftbeercast.com, where we still post links to uh, the episode. You can listen to it there on the website. Yep. Um, the I think the Twitter poster is kind of broken. and Not it, even kind of. It is flat it, out broken. And Josh just doesn't. Well, I, you know, we're not going to pay for crybaby to get you know nope more money from us so nope like posting on twitter is kind of rough but um the website's still there it still posts to facebook so you know that's somehow not any better or worse <laughs> like right. i don't i don't know man i mean i mean know. we're still we're still here we're still releasing episodes yep. uh you just gotta you know do it the old-fashioned way yeah, go to the I, website heaven forbid you have an rss feed or you know like you I mean, you can get the Facebook notifications if you want, but RSS, you know, tends to be the way. But, yeah, just uh, throw in listen.craftbeercast.com, and that will auto-subscribe you in you any podcatcher. Yep. And I, we were on Spotify, and I think we're on Google Podcasts. And we are. And I think Amazon. I had an invite to set us up for Amazon. I just never got around to doing okay, it. Okay, I didn't know if you did or not. Okay. I just keep forgetting to, eh. and that's really... And then it gets buried in my email. And every time I look at it, I'm like, ugh, <laughs> not not today, Satan. Um, <laughs> but yeah, come check us out. Tell a friend. Uh, if you want to try it, you can slide into Josh's DMs at CBcast. Whether or not he'll see it, that's well, well, you know, debatable. Well, it's about it. Your, your luck's probably about as good as I am with Facebook. You know, some I'll log on my once a week to post the show and I'll switch my profiles over to the show account and then I'll have like all these uh, notifications like so-and-so is waiting for a response to your message. I'm like, shit. Sorry, Chase. Sorry. <laughs> Yes, I do want that beer. <laughs> well, where are you at, man? Uh, you can find me at Instagram and only Instagram at all the wells. I just decided I had enough of that uh, hellscape known as Twitter. So good riddance. <laughs> good riddance. Anyway, at all the wells on the Instas. Josh, where are you? Uh, besides right here, you can follow us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash craftbeercast. Kick us some shekels. We have been doing this for... Over eight years, we're pushing 500 episodes. We have never once had a sponsor. This is all just us. And your help with, you know, the Patreon stuff helps us buy new equipment and everything else. So if you want to go over there, uh, we have a subreddit, slash r slash craftbeercast. Post news, articles, story ideas, topics you want us to, to discuss. If you want to do a beer trade there, whatever works. And other than that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday.